five on five in five on not a five-day work week, but on the 5th. It is September 5th. This is the brand new podcast. It's going to be quick. We got some uh, highlights for you. Five stories on Channel 5 in five minutes. We'll also have weather for you. Stephen Albritton, Kelly Rippon, Fletcher is off today, but he'll be joining us as well on this podcast. So hopefully you can start your day with it, get the biggest headlines, biggest uh, things happening around in a quick, digestible way. Yeah. Nice way to just get the information, get out, and then you can talk about things with your coworkers in five minutes. That's the hope. That's the hope. We're going to start with a quick look at weather, though. Randy writes it up for us, and then we'll drop it on you real quick. Yeah, because, you know, that's what most of you care about. Uh, we understand <laughs> that as well. So we're starting today, again, hot and humid. It's the unofficial end of summer when it comes with Labor Day weekend, but certainly not the end of summer on the meteorological calendar, and it doesn't feel like it either. So we've got summer remaining with us for today. Hot, humid, chance for pop-up showers. Randy doesn't feel like it's going to be uh, a ton of neighborhoods seeing that. It's not widespread showers, but you could get a pop-up. And then as we head through the week, things start to get more comfortable. So tomorrow, still warm, more chances for showers. But as that starts to head towards the weekend, I think people are going to be very excited because it's NFL football. We'll talk about that more in a second. And it's going to feel more like fall. Nothing crazy. You're not going to bust out all of the cold weather gear, but uh, you might be able to at least watch some football outside. Yes. And enjoy it as we get to it. Okay. So the name of the podcast, five on five in five, we start the clock, get you five stories in five minutes here on channel five. So the clock starting right now, Kelly, what is our first story? First one, kind of a crazy story. Um, about 100 firefighters needed to respond to a fire on McHenry Avenue over in East Westwood. People had to be rescued from windows. The way neighbors were describing this was pretty crazy, saying they opened the hall door and just saw flames shooting everywhere like a movie. So uh, six people in total had to be rescued. Only one person ended up going to the hospital. Everyone is expected to be okay, but a lot of damage. Yeah, I believe one person opened their door and saw flames down the hallway. You got to imagine a very terrifying scene uh, uh, with that. But thankfully, uh, all those firefighters stepped in. I think it was a three alarm fire. They brought just about everybody out there. It took about 40 minutes to get it all under control. And everybody's just grateful for the work they did. And um, hopefully we'll find out more about what caused the fire um, initially. And um, we'll keep you updated once we learn more about that. Yeah, there's some conversation there. So as we get updates, we might have that for you tomorrow. As always, you can check our website. All right, let's talk more about another fire. This one was at Hopewell Junior High School. This is up in Westchester Township, and it was so bad that they actually have to cancel classes in person for the rest of the week. Yeah, very lucky that it happened on a holiday, so nobody was in the school, no injuries to students or teachers, but it started in the boys' locker room. Seems to be an electrical fire. They're still trying to figure out how this one started up there, uh, but it's just not something you want. It's a week, maybe two weeks into the school year, and now their kids are going to be out of school for the entire week. Parents, if you're listening to this who have kids that go to Hopewell Junior, keep an eye on your emails. They'll be sending out instructions for remote learning. Nothing today here on this Tuesday, but for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at this time, there will be some remote learning activities that the students will need to uh, get done. So keep an eye on emails, and uh, hopefully they can get that uh, cleaned up and fixed for uh, students next Monday. Yeah, staying up in Lakota, the local schools there dealing still with this bus strike. So we started talking about this on Friday on WLWT, and this conversation continues. This could be our first actual week of no bus drivers for Lakota Local. There is a dispute between the drivers and Peterman Bus Company. So this is 
only for Lakota schools, but you might see Peterman buses out there for other districts. This is a strike. 94% of the drivers voted against the proposed contract. So this is causing some chaos. I mean, that's there's no really great way to describe it. Obviously, they are in negotiations. They're saying that the sticking points are around technology, cameras on the buses, and then also pay is usually, you know, a, a main point of all of these. Absolutely. And, and the drivers, they got out there day one. There was probably uh, what, 60, 80, maybe 100 of them on Friday. And even today on this Tuesday morning, they it started out slow about 530. But as the morning went on, as the sun came up, the picketers came out there. So if you are driving in that area of the bus depot, please be careful because they are out there with their signs. Some of them are wearing reflective vests. But uh, at this time, we're not sure when this will be over. But you have to imagine if they voted 94% to strike that they are going to be out there for the long haul until uh, at least their, some of their demands, if not all of them, um, are going to be met. They are working on trying to provide limited bus service to certain students with special needs, uh, ways to get them to school. Again, it's not a perfect solution, but it's something for some students for right now. In the meantime, though, also, as you mentioned, use caution in the different areas of the schools because there's traffic going to be crazy in those neighborhoods. UC sexual assaults, not a conversation that we want to be having. Um, and this one gets you pretty fired up, I would say. So a gentleman, not a gentleman, I'm not going to use that word, but a person was indicted last week um, for a sexual assault, a rape of a freshman student in her dorm. He is also potentially connected to two other sexual assaults. Um, but then over the weekend, there was another sexual assault, this time at the Bellevue complex, which is apartments, but it's owned and operated by the university. Um, you know, this is so frustrating for so many reasons. It's terrifying for these students, but they should feel some level of safety in their dorms and apartments. Absolutely. It is it is their safe space. So a 24-year-old Kadarius Short, he has been charged with the uh, initial rapes. And then there, the second one that happened over the weekend, allegedly they're looking for a white male around 6'4". He also has a distinctive UC tattoo on one of his calves. But Kelly, as you mentioned, you expect to go to school, you expect to have a dorm, you expect to have some level of safety because there's there's locks there's you know whether it's key cards or some way to get in the building and you have to wonder how these men are getting in there and causing these assaults but hopefully they can get um these men behind bars and stay behind bars and uh, you know keep all these kids safe on yeah. campus yeah really frustrating and just feels like such a violation for these students um last but not least certainly and one that will continue to be a conversation through the week reds bangles we're gonna do a quick wrap up the reds still doing a postseason push at least trying their hardest they need every game Every single game here on out there tied for the last wild card spot yep. with the Diamondbacks, I want to say, yep. if I'm thinking out loud correctly. Um, but they can't afford many losses along the way. I picked up one uh, Monday against the Mariners, have another one here on Tuesday and wrap up the series tomorrow. But they need every win if they want to make the playoffs. Got a lot of young kids who they don't know wrong. So no. all they have to do is just keep playing hard and hopefully good things happen. It would be so fun because we love when all of our sports can coexist at the same time, leading into Bengals. Week one, not too much to talk about today other than the captains were in fact named, but mostly the conversation about heading to Cleveland. We need to get that week one win in Cleveland that's good for just starting off the season, but also good for the division. Absolutely. Sunday, they will kick off with most of the rest of the NFL as well. You know, Joe Burrow had a short training camp again, yeah. unfortunately. There's already a couple injuries they'll be, uh, you know, thinking about having the back of the mind, but it's all about just getting that week one in division dub over the Browns and having those bragging rights until the second time around that will be played back here later in the season. Yeah. And if you're going to Cleveland, this is about the time of the year that you want to go to Cleveland and then never again. 
What? Sorry. She took the words out of my mouth. I said it. I'm not sorry. I'm a little sorry. All right, folks. That is five on five in five. First episode. We'll be back every morning around this time in your feed. Make sure you subscribe, like it, tell your friends about it. It's short. It's quick. It's fun. It's uh, Fletcher when he is here, when he does decide to come to work. (laughs) Kelly and uh, myself are having fun here on five on five in five. You have a great day.